This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Five minutes before seven. So business organizations, Business Unity uh, South Africa and Business for South Africa have called on President Cyril Ramaphosa to act in accordance with the commitment that he made in late November 2023 to test the constitutionality of the National Health Insurance Bill. In a media statement, the business groups say that the president should refer the bill back to parliament for reconsideration and amendment prior to him signing it into law in order to address what they call the numerous substantive and procedural constitutional flaws. Uh, BUSA and B4SA say they have consistently supported the policy direction towards universal health coverage, but note their reservations about the bill, uh, the, the bill's design and implementation have not yet been heeded. Let's speak to Martin Kingston. He's the chairperson of business uh, for South Africa. Good morning to you, and thanks so much uh, um, for joining us. I mean, in essence, where do you feel... Um, you know, the bill f- falls short here, to, particularly from a constitutional. And I see you're also raising what you call procedural uh, uh, flaws. Yes, well, good morning, TT, to you and your listeners. Uh, you're absolutely right. You've rehearsed our position very well. We are fully in support uh, of the need for universal health care coverage to be implemented as soon as possible, but it needs to be practical, implementable, uh, and indeed affordable. Uh, and at the moment, uh, we don't believe that the current draft of the legislation achieves those objectives. As you said, there are some procedural issues that we need to uh, consider. For example, the fact that uh, it was effectively rushed through rubber stamps through the National Council of Provinces. There were hearings both in the National Assembly mm-hmm. and at the NCOP. There were hundreds, in fact, thousands of submissions. Not one was taken into consideration. I don't just mean from business. I mean from any stakeholder, including even the National Department of Health. It didn't go through the NEDLAC process as it should have done in an appropriate manner. Um, And indeed, uh, there are many aspects, as you said, uh, which are of a substantive nature, Mm. uh, which also needs to be uh, considered because the president has supplied his mind as to whether or not it passes constitutional muster Mm. uh, before he signs it into law. And we think that it's uh, much better to have a piece of legislation that is workable, affordable uh, and implementable, as I said, than one which is likely to be challenged in the courts and that is not going to see the light of day for the foreseeable future. The the, the issues that you're raising uh, or about the bill, how many, I mean, to what extent are they, I mean, is, uh, I'm just trying to think to extent, if the president were to say, all right, that these need to be reconsidered, are they the kind of issues that could be addressed in the short term? Because it seems to me that uh, some of the issues that you are raising, especially around affordability, that is a fundamental problem. That is a major issue. It's not one that's going to be easily solved. Uh, And ironically, we speak to you a little bit later. We'll be hearing uh, from the Deputy Minister of Health about how, uh, you know, the Department of Health is unable to take on uh, medical graduates because they simply don't have the budget. So I wonder uh, whether this uh, speaks to what you are talking about. Well, indeed, you've uh, hit the nail on the head. In fact, uh, let me just uh, talk about two uh, aspects. The first uh, is the fact that uh, uh, one of the key sections in the bill is unconstitutional because it gives the health minister effectively unfettered power mm-hmm. to determine what is an appropriate role for medical uh, schemes. Uh, we know that uh, 
any form of sort of uh, unfettered power is a problem with, uh, with anybody, let alone uh, the minister uh, concerned. We think that it doesn't uh, ensure that we can leverage uh, the healthcare schemes as they are available at the moment more broadly for the benefit of the country as a whole, let alone current consumers <laughs> and freedom of choice. And then when you talk about um, uh, having the funding, I mean, you're, you'll be interviewing the Deputy Minister of Health uh, later. Uh, but that's uh, really a drop in the ocean compared to literally the hundreds of billions of rand that need to be appropriated uh, from the budget for the National Department of Health to be able to implement uh, the NHI bill. And we know that's unaffordable. The Minister of Finance has said as much. And indeed, uh, under the current bill, uh, it's the NDOH that talks about levelling taxes when the only party that can levy taxes in the country, as we know, is the Minister of Finance uh, under a money bill. We'll see one example of that in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, when he tables uh, this year's budget. Mm. Uh, now, actually, what we're proposing the president should do in answer to your first question mm. is he should refer it back to Parliament. Uh, they should go through the process uh, speedily, but uh, properly and comprehensively. Mm. Uh, and we think that there's a limited number of amendments that need to be made, uh, which would render it workable. Uh, we believe that the best way to work uh, with the private sector is to work in partnership, as we did very successfully You'll remember, TT, during the pandemic, and we're doing currently with government in the context of the energy crisis, the transport and logistics crisis, mm. and crime and corruption to leverage the whole system for the benefit of the country. That approach is likely to be uh, far more efficient, as I said, more readily implementable, uh, and can happen with, with immediate effect. The current draft cannot be implemented with immediate effect, even if the president were to sign mm. it into law tomorrow. All right. Martin Kingston, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you. Chairperson of Business for South Africa there. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.